what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. A. I. Absolute Ignorance. With John Reed. The podcast that takes a hilarious and lighthearted look at the ever-evolving world of artificial intelligence and its hilarious implications on stand-up comedy. And I'll be your guide through this wild, unpredictable, and often downright ridiculous journey. Now, I know what you're thinking. Why on earth would someone want to mix AI and comedy? Well, my friends, that's where the fun begins. You see, as technology advances and robots start taking over the world, us comedians are left with one big question. Can a computer really make you laugh? We'll explore it all. And trust me, the results are as unpredictable as a squirrel on roller skates. But it's not just about AI, folks. We'll also be discussing the quirks of current events, because let's face it, the world is a crazy place. From the latest news headlines to viral trends and internet absurdities, we'll dissect it all with a healthy dose of humor and a healthy dose of absolute ignorance. Okay. Well, uh, I did not write one word of that. Uh, This is going to be called John Reap, you know, uh, AI, absolute ignorance with John Reap. But I didn't write any of that. All I did was go to chat GPT. And type in, I'll tell you exactly what I told it to say. I said, write an introduction for a comedy podcast where the host, John Reap, talks about current events, artificial intelligence, and its implications on stand-up comedy. The podcast will be called AI, Absolute Ignorance with John Reap. And it wrote that whole thing. Uh, Not too off the mark, uh, because we're not going to have, like, comedian guests on here but i'm not alone i've got the alan jackson joining me say hey alan uh hi alan that's right and uh our one of my favorite uh gen z's is it gen z i somewhere around yeah coble is up in here and uh he he knows a lot about the ai world right i do i do you're getting ready to uh didn't you just tell me before we went live uh well we're not live by the way before we recorded this Uh, that you're going to be doing a new job in AI, possibly? Yeah, I'm going to study AI and machine learning algorithms later this year and hopefully have a job in it next year. All right. So how old are you? I am 18, ripe young age. 18 years old, and I am 51. So we're hoping that, you know, with our experiences, him in the new, me with the old, we'll somehow meet in the middle and figure this crazy world out. But yeah. Um, it's not, we're not going to have guests. It's just going to be us talking about whatever. Uh, but I feel like artificial intelligence, that, that is me. Mm-hmm. I am artificial intelligence. Like I have a bachelor of arts degree from a state college. That's not real intelligence. Right. Anybody, it's like a GED or anybody who graduated, uh, during COVID. Th- those people have <laughs> AI, right. right? And so... I find it, uh, sometimes I find AI stupid and insulting, um, and uh, also remarkably accurate sometimes, and I'm very impressed with it sometimes. So that's what this is going to be, just us hanging out, something different. If you're listening to this, I'm guessing it's probably because maybe you know who I am. This is the first episode, but for those of you who don't know who I am, uh, I, I do stand-up comedy. I uh, also do some other podcasts. I'm an actor. 
Uh, but I'm just really, really into this kind of stuff. Yeah. And that's what we're going to focus on in this first episode. And it's going to be sort of, um, what do you call it, uh, free-flowing, just whatever. Uh, you guys are going to throw topics at me, and uh, and we'll we'll just uh, get into it, you know. Yeah. Right? We got a couple of topics to throw at you. I want to hear you guys take on a few things and yeah. uh, okay. see what's going on in the world, especially in the tech world. This is look, you're giving me a chance to kind of geek out a little bit here. Oh, yeah. John, so I'm, I'm all for that. And Cobal, I'm sure you have no problem. Oh, so doing, excited. Doing the geek as well. Oh, so yeah. let me ask this off the bat because AI, you know, I'm 51 years old. Yeah. Alan, you're 51. I am 51 as 18. well. I am not 51. I, um, I am familiar with AI because there was a movie. Uh, called AI, Star, uh, Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. It was starring Haley Joel Osment, right? And it came out in the uh, early two thousands, uh, maybe Ma- late nineteen nineties, early two thousand, oh, somewhere there. Even that, yeah. Hold on. So we have been familiar with the term art- AI, artificial intelligence, for a very long time. Two thousand one. Two thousand one. Yeah, exactly. And I was, I liked the movie. A lot of people, um, I think they thought it was going to be more action packed. But it's it's really a love story. It's about uh, Haley Joe Osmond plays the robot that is the first one that learns how to love, and and what what all that entails. And yeah, it's it's kind of a good story. I was I liked it. So, uh, Cobal, had you ever seen that movie? No, I haven't. I'm interested to know how you how you felt after watching that movie. Were you nervous? Did it make you like? I was excited for the future. I, yeah. I'm I've always liked futuristic science fiction kind of things. Like I'm still mad we don't have flying cars. I mean, uh, I know we do have drones and, or the Marty McFly hoverboard. Yeah, right. Yeah, I was looking forward to it. It's 2023, and we still, you know, we can't even we can't even uh, agree with what the truth is. Oh, yeah. That's the biggest problem. I think with AI is going to be people just agreeing on what the definition of a word is and what the truth is. It's going to be even harder now. It's, yeah, it's like the Tower of Babylon or whatever. Right. So I, that's the the bad side of it. But I was always wanting the, the, the flying cars like the Jetsons. I always wanted the hovercraft. I always wanted... Even in the Star Wars, when Luke lost his hand, they they gave the bionic. him the bionic yeah. hand, and it worked like it was like a glove, yeah, <laughs> except like a real hand. So um, I've always been into this kind of stuff, but I think you'll like AI. I mean, you're into it, mm-hmm. so I think you should. That should be like uh, for the next episode, Coble. You have mm-hmm. to watch. AI the movie. Okay. And then I will have to watch something that you think I haven't seen that I should see. Okay. That's doable. You know, I think that's good. Um, so, so just on a side note, John, you mentioned about flying cars. So this is actually, I did not plan on us talking about this, but you bring it up. So just this past week, a flying car prototype just got a certificate from the FAA to say it is airworthiness. I saw that. Oh. So this is this is starting to happen. Is it? It's a drone, pretty much. It's like a giant drone with room for somebody you to sit. You can sit, sit in it. it. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Well, but, if we can, like, you know, with the whole Build Back Better and the infrastructure bill and all these electric electronic mm-hmm. cars that are going to be coming out and um, new gas stations that will have uh, elect- places to, to charge up. Right. I think we should start looking into building buildings that have roofs that are for helicopter, like these kind. That's basically a helicopter. It's just instead of one big propeller, it's got four propellers, yeah, like a parking garage for flying cars. Yes, is what you're talking about, right? So you can land on it, 
and it'll go. It'll take your cargo underground. There you go, and then move it to another space, like a spy movie. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm into it. So, so is the idea that we'd start using our rooftops as like that's where you land. That's where you, the land, right? Your driveway, your carport, your garage will be on top of your house. Okay. Imagine flying to school. Yeah. Imagine you you have the richest parents in school, and they <laughs> buy you the the new flying car, and you show up. You just land in the baseball field. The first person to do it at the high school, you know, <laughs> that I, um, I'm envious, but also feel bad for him because he's gonna get he's gonna get a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But there will be some people who are very impressed. Um, but yeah, well, that's not. It's supposed to make the noise like the jets. Yeah, it has to be like the jets. That just to me looks like. A guy who sat on top of a drone like a horse and said, let's go. <laughs> it looks like a doll from, from just like the still picture. Like it doesn't look like a person in a suit. It looks like a toy yeah. that is shot at a right angle that makes it look huge. Yes. And, <laughs> and, and, and now you're saying it got approved by the FFA. A- FAA, the, the uh, Federal Aviation. Okay. Uh, well, I'm hoping it's yeah. kind of run like a... Uh, like a smartphone maybe, in that all you got to do is it's a touch screen mm-hmm. and you just type in your GPS coordinates mm. and you just sit back and don't do anything. Because for this to work, not everyone's going to be able to go out and learn how to fly a helicopter. Or, they got to make it very, very user-friendly is what I'm it's saying. true. You know, like an Uber. Like uh, maybe, that, maybe it starts with Uber. Maybe there'll be Uber flying pickup spots. You know, certain hotels or... or uh, just oh. gigantic skyscrapers that you'll go to. This is your Uber pickup spot. So, but it's not a tank. All right. So, so I I might have shown you the wrong picture for this story. The picture you just saw, the little drone looking yeah. thing. All right. That that I think was a misleading image. This that I'm showing you right now is what actually got the FAA pro- oh. approval. It is a vehicle that will actually both drive on the road and fly. Wow. Now this is exciting. Okay, this is much more that impressive than cool. what I showed you before. Yeah. My apologies it, for that. that was oh no, I, now we gotta figure out how it works. I just want to know how much it costs is my the first thing that pops into my mind. So oh. what it says up here, three hundred thousand dollars. There, go ahead and answer your question. Wow, I expected okay. like two point five million. I was gonna say in the millions. Yeah. yeah. It says it's the uh dubbed the model A. It's the first flying vehicle that's drivable on public roads and able to park like a normal car but it also has a vertical takeoff and landing capabilities. It can carry one or two occupants and will have a road range of 200 miles and a flying range of 110 miles. Wow. Holy crap. Wow. Is there a video of it in action? Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> if you can find video of that in action, I would love to see it. Um, no, that's not because it. to me, it kind of just looks like a futuristic car. Um, I don't see a wings or propellers on it anywhere. Trying to figure out how you see out of it. Is the top glass, and is that yeah. just like? It looks like something from the movie Dune. Oh yeah, it does actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's what this show is going to be about, everybody. Um, and just random things. We're going to have um, just like talking points and go off on it and and that kind of stuff. Um, I like when you go to the website for the company that's making it. There's just a button in the corner that says. Pre-order flying car. (laughs) Rise above. A leaf? What's it called? Oh, my God. 300. Dude, we got to get one. (laughs) How cool do you must must be to be able to click the pre-order flying car button? (laughs) 
uh, you can get a, a career that there. That is a ballsy move right there. Right? It's like, you know Cole, what? you look, click on the careers and see if they're hiring. I, oh, yeah, there we I go. Want to see what Let's you, get me in there. Yeah. Uh, mechanical engineering intern, software engineering. Can you be any of this? Software, I, software engineering intern. That's the one. <laughs> oh, I, I got um, you. While, Alan, while you're looking for a video, I want to mention a couple things. Uh, speaking of AI, all right, and Coble, we yes. talked about this briefly. Who invented the internet? Al Gore. Al Gore. Now, I don't think he really did, but this is, <laughs> this is Al Gore lore. Right. It's been Al Gore there. lore. There Al Gore lore yes. is that uh, somehow Al Gore invented the internet. Now, let's just go with that premise that, that, that that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Now, what runs the internet? Al Gore rhythms. Algorithms. Al Gore rhythms. Mm. Any coincidence? Mm, I think so. Ah, I, so. I, I want to get into that. So I think what we need to do on this episode, not this episode, but maybe a future episode, if we can find someone to create a robot, a robotic sounding voice that also sounds like Al Gore from Tennessee, you know, (laughs) like if we need to move on or something, it'd be like, I think it's time for you to move on, John, or whatever that would right. sound like. I can't do It'll it. It'll be like our in-house Jarvis. Right. Just, our, yeah, yeah. Just yell at us. Our Al Gore rhythm telling us that the algorithms are not uh, happy with us. Let's move on, please. Have you guys seen the new movie? Uh, I think it's on Amazon Prime about Blackberry, called Blackberry. Yes. I saw trailers for it. But yeah. I haven't seen it yet. It's pretty crazy. They, like the first smartphone Pretty much before was was BlackBerry before iPhones? Yes. yes, it was, and it was like so. You had Cobalt. Yes, this is the fifty-one-year-old telling you things about the past. Tell me, intelligent, artificial intelligence, and science and tech. You had your flip phone for a while, mm-hmm. and then you then you would have to, have to have a Palm Pilot. Remember a Palm Pilot? Like a it was like an organizer. Yeah, that. You keep your emails, your contacts, and your calendar in there, but you couldn't use it as a phone. So you had a phone and a Palm Pilot. So you had like a reference. You'd whip it out, be like, I'm going to dial this number, and on your other phone, go boop, 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 boop. Right. Okay. And then you had pagers, Mm -hmm. beepers, which is another thing. Doctors still use pagers. (laughs) Do they really? I think they do. Why don't they just have a phone? They're very, because they're efficient, like to just like get a beep and then be like, I got to rush to the other room. And or text would work in that situation. Well, <laughs> right, but so I'm curious why I don't I don't know why other than maybe they're just used to having it and they don't they think it's still cool for some reason. Or it's yeah, it's a cool thing. It's yeah. always that power move of them like looking down at the beeper and yeah. being able to say, "Oh, I've got to go." Yeah, it's an emergency. whip it out is yeah. beep beep beep. So it's my like, patient's dying, and you. Rush so I don't know out. how I feel. Like is is a, if I see a doctor with a beeper, do I think? Oh my God! I got to get a better doctor. This guy is so living in the past. No, you go. I got to get a picture with that guy. I get a picture that's with what, that guy. That's what you say. And I got to take my garage door opener and just keep it on my hip at all times, <laughs> so I also look cool. Yeah, yeah. You either are worried because he's kind of behind the times tech, or you say this guy must be really good because he's so focused on science. I mean, medicine. That's right. He doesn't have time to worry about your technology and right. in that world. Maybe he I doesn't even own an iPhone. Yeah, right? I, don't have, just, I don't have time for an iPhone. Yeah. I've got no, he's just got a secretary does everything. Yeah, yeah. You know, like a secretary. Uh, Sarah, who's my nine o'clock? You know, <laughs> right. he has a person. Right. Yeah. Like a human being. Yeah. He's uh, actually got a person in the office named Siri that he actually says, hey, Siri, <laughs> when's my next appointment? And right, yeah. for him, yeah. Yeah. So, so BlackBerry was the first one that was a, a phone 
uh, contact an organizer, text messaging, right? Yeah. All at once. It was to do it all at one time. Yeah. I think there were some other phone-type models out there, but BlackBerry is the one that was going to make it popular Mm. for anybody to use. Right. Where you have a phone that also has email. Yeah. Yeah, that was the whole thing. They sold it on its email that you can do anywhere from a phone-like device. Yeah. Right. Now, and I remember that having its... What was what would you say a good three to five year run where Blackberries were pretty popular, maybe even longer, maybe five to six years? Maybe because as the iPhone got better and better, Blackberries slowly got phased out. Well, there's actually a part in the movie where, when Steve Jobs with Apple is up on stage introducing the iPhone, it shows all the people at BlackBerry kind of freaking out about it, mm. like the fact that it's really good. Yeah. And they're trying to dismiss it for so long, saying, oh, nobody's going to want this because there's no keys on it. There's no keyboard. You know, people want a keyboard type of thing. I remember that being Mm -hmm. a hassle for me having to learn. I think I had a BlackBerry or something with buttons. But but the first iPhone that I had where I'm like, I cannot get used to. I need to feel the button on my thumb and know that it's being depressed and it's working and a click noise. I don't want all of that. And then about a month into having the phone, I'm like, I don't need any of that. <laughs> it's like your brain learns how to work with that technology. Well, the, the appeal of the iPhone was that it's like all in one. Like you had iTunes yep. and email and phone and text. You could stream stuff. Yep. It was like you didn't need anything else but the iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I, I just saw that the other day. Yeah, I didn't finish good. it. Oh, you, okay. So you didn't get I to just that started point. it, yeah, and then I, it was just, late at night, and I started getting sleepy. But yeah, I might have spoiled it for you. I didn't know they were that. Canadians. That whole story, about, and it was called Blackberry because he spilled. Uh, <laughs> he was actually eating something on the way to a meeting, and it yeah. got on his shirt, and he mm-hmm. called it. Ba- uh, that was it. That's hilarious. So. Yeah. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. Name a better way to name a product. Exactly. Well, I mean, yeah. Coble, have you ever used a phone that had like physical keys on it? That's a great question. As I was actually, now that I recall, I was growing up, I didn't get any sort of digital device until I was in uh, almost middle school. So as I was growing up, we were left like my parents had old flip phones and stuff that we'd mess around with. We actually did get one working once and we called a pizza place over and over again because it was the only number we knew. Uh-huh. And we just prank called the pizza place like way too many times. Wow! With this old flip phone. So the phone, the phone still worked on it. The yes, yes. So you were able to like engineer it to where what number? I mean, did, did, wouldn't you have to have a phone number account for that to work? Or I don't, I don't remember. The, I mean, yes, but I don't remember the circumstances. The phone didn't work very long. I think they yeah. eventually, my parents Maybe eventually had like realized. like seven minutes left. Or, or yeah. Oh, yeah, minutes. Yeah. yeah, that was a thing. Sorry. Yeah, minutes was a thing. <laughs> um, so maybe, uh, yeah. Wow. But I did, I did have a flip phone for about a week, and I pressed buttons on it. Yeah. That's it, though. I do kind of miss the flip action on a phone. Now, I know there are smartphones that the fold, it the, 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 folds yeah. and it's got one screen. Yeah. I think I would be okay with that if Apple. I'm too locked into Apple, mm-hmm. and so if Apple's not going to make it, I'm, I'm probably never going to get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is probably not a good way yeah. of doing things. But that's okay. You, um, you it's and just I are easier at this point. Boat with that, oh, so. yeah. All my devices are Apple. What's well, the ecosystem, right? Like you, you keep it for the ecosystem, right? right. 
just because you don't want to, uh, you want it to recycle. Well, yeah. You mean good for the planet? No, like like the <laughs> Apple ecosystem. Oh, okay, your, okay. You got your when you phone, said ecos, your I didn't know if you meant like the actual Earth. <laughs> no, just my ecosystem and how I, I got you. Okay, that's hilarious. What else are we going to talk about? Yeah. All right. Well, what's next, fellas? So, yeah, I wanted to throw this out there and just get some thoughts. So, uh, the, you know, we got so many social media apps out there we've had for years now. It's true. So a new one just propped up last week. I think, John, you already, I think, jumped on it, at least got your name on it. Yeah. Uh, it is one that Instagram has released. So Instagram is owned by Facebook, which is Meta. So basically, Mark Zuckerberg has put out a new app. Mm-hmm. It's called Threads, and it is basically a Twitter clone. Uh, it is exactly like Twitter. Works the exact same way. You follow people. People mm. follow you. You can make a post up to so many characters. It's like 500 characters. 500 characters. You can do photos and video clips. And it, it's basically Twitter. So, John, have you tried this at all? No, no I'm, I'm unhappy about it. Okay, tell me why. Because... Well, first of all, of all the social media that I'm on, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, mm-hmm. YouTube. Mm-hmm. Am I Twitch. missing one? Twitch. Barely. Barely. Vine. Whoa. I don't, I don't think Vine's around. Whoa. Anymore. I was. <laughs> MySpace. Yeah. Okay. Before that, Friendster. Okay. Friendster was one. So all of these things do the same things. It's just about... How many people are on it, and what are you using it for? It's all about engaging with other people and talking about whatever you want to talk about. So I was happy with MySpace. Mm-hmm. So when MySpace was big and Dan Cook was all about like getting his career going with MySpace, I'm like, well, this seems like a great way for me to find a new audience and do this. Stuff. So I did that. Then everyone's like, no, no, MySpace is dumb. We got to go to Facebook because this other guy said it's better. It does the same thing. <laughs> Pictures, videos, yeah. tour dates. I mean, whatever. Basically, it's the same. Yeah. It just maybe looked more user-friendly or whatever. So then we go to Facebook. And then here comes this thing called Twitter. And this is how it went down in my brain. I'm, I don't know if I'm getting the order right. And then Twitter's like, okay, we're going to be like that, but we're going to offer less stuff <laughs> okay so when you could have everything ours will be less all right and you could only type so many words and in the beginning there were no pictures yeah and so and then that took off for some reason i'm like well who wants less okay whatever people are doing it i better go over there and get my name you know who i am i just want to go grab my name so that i can always have john reap at john reap j-o-n-r-e-e-p no matter where it's at right then here comes Instagram. It's like, oh, we're going to do what Twitter does, except you could put pictures up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, meanwhile, Facebook has had this the whole time. Mm-hmm. So it just pisses me off that I have to go to another place, learn it all over again, and, and to, to, to try and sell one ticket to a comedy show <laughs> to the one person who <laughs> decides that they're only going to go on threads. So I don't like it. Uh, that's it. Now, you tell me why I should have threads and what's going on, well, I, besides my clothes. I know that. I, but, I'm not ready to tell you that you should have it yet, yeah. but I will say, uh, you know, they got 100 million people signed up in five days. Now, can, can I say this? Yes. I think what that is, 
is people who hate Elon Musk yes, exactly. are doing it to spite Elon Musk. Not because it's a technology they need, but they're showing Elon Musk, we don't need your Twitter. That's We're going to go to, uh, what's his the, face? The uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. And yeah. by the way, aren't these two supposed to fight yeah, in a cage match? match? Huh? Hopefully, boxing match, yeah. Is it boxing? Yeah. Well, I know one of them actually does some sort of they both, training. They both do training. I don't remember which. I don't remember what exactly each one does, but they both do fight training hmm. or did. Uh, Elon Musk used to. Mark still does. That's the thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Which? What's the age? Let, let's let's break this down. Who's going to win and why? What are the ages of each of them? Um, I'd say there's at least a fifteen twenty year gap. Am I wrong? Okay. Uh. I know. Well, okay. So Mark has the age advantage. Um, Zuckerberg, he's younger. Zuckerberg's younger. Yes. Yes. Musk is fifty-one. Zuckerberg's thirty-nine. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's not so much that I think it's a factor. If you told me Zuckerberg was twenty-three, right? Thirty-nine, you still have lost some of your ability, right? You're, but they're both rich enough that they're really good, really well shaped and good in shape. They're they're both in shape. <laughs> now let's go with size. Yeah, Musk takes the size. Mm-hmm. Zuckerberg is definitely smaller, thinner, more lean. Yeah. Um, it says, yeah, Mr. Musk is said to be at least 70 pounds heavier than Mr. Zuckerberg. Yeah. That's substantial. Yep. Now, is it boxing or is this uh, uh, MMA fighting? I think it's just boxing okay. because they both are trained in um specialty like fighting yeah and um they wanted to to simplify it that's my understanding right um, well that but, would be the better safer way to do it right um i think whoever wins should get the other's companies <laughs> yeah there you go i don't i don't have a particular beef with either one of these guys i feel like um elon musk is hilarious yeah, you know he he's like I'm gonna do my own thing and just buy if I don't like something I'll just buy just it and make buy. it mine do what I want. Oh, yeah. um, where's where where's uh, is it Zuckerberg? Zuckerberg. Yeah. Zuckerberg seems like a little persnickety, like a I don't know like I, like I would trust Musk over Zuckerberg. I think Zuckerberg would lie to your face. Well, did you see this? Did you see? Well, Elon Musk network? would be like, I'm not gonna lie to you, but I am gonna destroy you. Zuckerberg's like, I'm not going to destroy you, but then would destroy you. Did you ever see The Social Network? The movie about Facebook? Yeah. Yeah, that's how I base my opinion off of Zuckerberg, is is, uh, how he, just his behavior in the past. Yeah, it's all about, like, looking at chicks, right? Well, well, it started. No, it was was called, like, uh, Rate Me or something, right? (laughs) Was it? Yeah. Rate. Right, right. Okay, yeah. Enunciate there. Yeah, That's right. And it was all about the the girls at was it what school was it Yale or Harvard or one of the Ivy League schools? I think it was Harvard. They just show pictures of the girls, right? And then you would say he was drunk one night. He just did it. Yeah, and then he made Facebook, which is just crazy. So it's so weird. But yeah, I think I would trust Musk. I guess, generally speaking, more of a Zuckerberg. Um, Well, it is funny because I think you're right, John. I think a majority of people that joined this new Threads app did it to spite Twitter and Elon Musk. Right. Because honestly, it's not as good as Twitter. I mean, I've been on it for a week. I've been trying it out, testing it for things. Mm -hmm. It's not good. 
Yeah. Uh, there are some real problems with it. But I think so many people are just wanting to get away from Twitter so bad. Yeah. That they're willing to go to a not as good experience uh, just to do it. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if threads last or what, what happens to it. I'm, I'm assuming it will because Zuckerberg does know what he's doing yeah. in, in the terms of social networking. But isn't there a lawsuit? Didn't he do something yeah. shady? Well, no. Okay, so here's the background on that. Yeah. So Elon Musk supposedly is filing a lawsuit, at least that's the rumor, against Mark Zuckerberg and against Meta, his company, because he's claiming that um, Threads, this new app, took employees that used to work at Twitter Uh, and took some of their knowledge to build basically a Twitter clone, which is what they're saying. Now, the only problem with that is Elon Musk fired a bunch of these people like last year. Yeah. So it's like if you fire somebody and they go to another company and use their knowledge to help another company, I mean, it kind of sucks to be So he really doesn't have a case. Yeah. He's kind of just pissed that that's what. He's pissed. That's how it played out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's my thinking. That's funny. Um, I think there's a good argument saying that, like, yeah, it might have flaws, but I think Meta saw, you know, I mean, what, it was October when Elon bought Twitter? And then since then, he's just kind of been, like, you know, kind of flying by the seat of his pants about mm-hmm. it. Um, and so I think I think Meta was like, we got to swoop in with an alternative here because people are itching to leave. Yeah. And so it might, yeah, it might be, there might be some problems, but I think they were like, get it out fast. Yeah. Get some users, get some ground. And then we'll worry about fixing the stuff. Right. I think you're right. I think he's capitalizing on the hate and disdain for how Elon Musk right. has changed Twitter. So, so uh, John, I, uh, yeah. John, I know you're kind of resistant to a whole other social media app, but you did start up. You did sign up on threads. I mean, at least you got your name. I did. You haven't made a post yet. Uh, I don't think so. If I did, it was just one post. Yeah. Like, what well, the, it was easy. The, the one thing about threads mm-hmm. is I just, uh, you know, it has, so you can log in as John Reap or log in right. with another email, but I was already verified on Instagram. So it was very simple. I just yeah. I said yes to that. And it was like, bloop, it just populated. Like, I didn't do much. Well, I think that's why so many people signed up so easily. Because yeah. if you're on Instagram, it's just a quick click to be it on there. easy. Yeah. Or but, Facebook, right? You can be on both, um, either I, one. I think so. But yeah. now if you go to my Instagram account, you'll see that it is also put something on my Instagram account that tells me, you know, next to my bio. That and all you're that, on threads. It says, this is user at 4,820, you know, what uh, of threads. Mm. Okay. Which is now like stamped on my Instagram. Yeah. So if you were just to go look at my Instagram, you would also know, oh, he's also on threads. So what would you want an ideal social media thing, like app to do for you? For like your role as a comedian and what you do to, what, what are you looking for? What well, do you ideally want? I would like for it to be able to reach all the people who have made the decision to follow me. Okay. For example, on Facebook... On my fan page, I've got about 290,000 people who have decided to follow me in some way. Mm-hmm. It would be nice if every time I posted something that those people were able to see the thing that I posted. But that's not how it works anymore. I, I, I would really want a change in the algorithms because... I'm not reaching. I mean, I don't. I don't know what the percentage is. What would you say? I mean, you, you've seen 
my posts and how they do. If I, um, I, I really wish there was a more solid way. Or how about this? I wish there was human beings you could talk to <laughs> and go, hey, man. I got this, mis- this. I got this many people. I'm trying to get this many people. I'm, I'm willing to pay a little extra for a post. You can boost them, but that doesn't guarantee that everyone's going to see them. So I really want to know from a human being how to make my Facebook run more efficiently. And they've changed it so many times yeah. that even the experts who you might want to hire to help you do this stuff can't even tell you. Uh, so I really wish there was a human being that they need. To, there needs to be a one eight hundred number on Facebook or any of these, so you could pick up the phone and go. Look, I, I, if you want to charge me for this conversation, that's fine. I'll pay for it. I just need the answers. Mm-hmm. And there, there's no one. I don't think there's a one eight hundred number on Facebook. No, 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 yeah. No. So does Facebook not have like a when you go in, you can't see, you can't. There's not a tab that's like people you're following. It's just like one feed. Correct. Oh, okay. Yeah, then that's a problem. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm barely on Facebook, so yeah. I don't know these things because I know that on. Well, uh, even on Instagram, I think not everybody who follows you is going to see your post. Right. And I like the way TikTok does it because there's two tabs. There's for you, mm-hmm. which is if you want to find new stuff, go through here. Yeah. If there's and then there's a following, and all that's there is people you're following. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some sponsorships might pop up, like ads that people pay for. Um, but other than that, you're only seeing people that you've decided to follow. Yeah. I really like that. So that would be a good solution. So, yeah, I'm hoping. I mean, that would, you, to answer your question, Alan, I mean, what was my ideal? That would be one solution. Uh, being able to talk to someone on a regular basis that could actually answer the question. I'm not just trying to sell you on uh, buying ads. You know? The, you know, I guess when you get to a certain level on a fan page... Meta will send you, um, they'll send you emails saying, oh, you've qualified for a one-on-one consultation with someone at Meta. Mm. And we, Alan and I have talked to these people before, and it has nothing to do with the, the, the issues that I have. It's more about like, oh, to boost this post, we think you should spend this much money and target right. these. They're just trying to sell ads. Right. But I, I, and, and they can't answer other questions because they don't know. Mm-hmm. No one knows the machine, the algorithm. AI knows. It's Al Gore. It won't. It's Al Gore knows. He knows all. He doesn't want to share this information with anyone. Right. So I, I wish there were a way that I could go onto my Facebook. For instance, I got a gig coming up in um, Gastonia. Right. Thursday. Might as well promote that gig mm-hmm. at the Caramount Health Park. It's the baseball stadium in Gastonia. I'm mm-hmm. doing a show Thursday night, the 13th. I'd love to be able to go on Facebook without having to write an ad, make an ad. I've got 290,000 people. If all 290,000 of those people knew that I was going to be in Gastonia, I feel like I would sell more tickets. Right. But it doesn't work that way. Yeah. And I think at one time it did. At one time, you would get notified when I would go live. And then now they've changed that. So now the people who were even following us on the other podcast mm-hmm. that we did, they're not getting those notifications. I think when and sh- I don't know why. Yeah, I, I think when shorts became a big thing, they uh, like all these social network giants realized like we have to promote as much new stuff as possible as quickly as possible, so that people stay 
on the social network as long as they as long as we can get them. Yeah, that's um, what they want. Yeah, if you're scrolling through, if you're scrolling through your feed and you're, you're all you're seeing is people you followed, that's great. You know, you follow those people for a reason. You want to see their stuff, yeah. um, but you're not on as long. If you're scrolling through and oh, all of a sudden there's a shorter, all of a sudden oh, there's there's someone new, something is posted. Um, you, you're going to stay longer. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, well, that's the I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think that's the beauty of TikTok. Uh, their algorithm is different. I think their algorithm is learning what you like quicker than what Facebook's algorithm is or oh, yeah. Instagram. Where in real time, as you're watching a video on TikTok of like, two cats fighting. Mm-hmm. Right when you're scrolling, the next thing you're going to see has something to do with that. Yeah. And then it'll be like, but you did watch this one twerk video a long time ago. Right. We'll throw that one in there. Right. See if that works again. See if you still like it. Yeah. So I think TikTok has got that down pat. But what bugs me about TikTok is I can't, there's there's no call to action. See, I would like to be able for people who follow me on any, any platform to be able to go, oh, that is John Rape. Oh, and... If I click here, it'll take me to this ticket link. It's mm. getting very, very murky. The waters are getting... It's hard to really... Yeah, where to go, where to... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's too much. So anytime there's a new platform that comes up, I just shake my head and go... It's another new spot. i got to learn this crap again. Right. And will, it'll change. I, I agree that I'm very impressed with TikTok's algorithm. And I'm impressed that it's all about user experience because you can boost it too. Like when you're when you're watching a video, you can hold down on it. You can say, "I like this," yeah, and it'll be like, "Oh, so you like it like even more than we thought you did," mm. um, or things like that. Or, um, well, uh, you can actually hold down and also say, "I don't like this," yeah, and things like that. And it's like, okay, oh, really? Yeah, I haven't done like, that yet. Yeah, it'll be like, why? Or sometimes you're just scrolling through and it'll be like, just a random pop up will be like, "Did you like that video?" And you can mm-hmm. say, "No," or whatever. Like that it's it's all about trying to get you what you like. What is your favorite social platform? Is it TikTok? I don't know. I said I said I'm not on Facebook a lot, but what I meant is I don't really post on it a lot. I find myself scrolling through Facebook a lot. Through Facebook, yeah. Okay, and I don't so know why. people your age, where are they at mostly? So I, I TikTok, TikTok, and Instagram. I think are the two yeah. highest for people my age. Uh huh. Um, Twitter. No one's on Twitter. Uh, yeah. No one's on Facebook. I have like three friends who are on Facebook. Yeah. Maybe. Um, I'd say TikTok and, and Instagram because they're the so biggest why, time wasters. Why are you on Facebook when none of your other friends are? I don't know. I think... Because uh, you're just more into the whole technology aspect. He of likes it. hanging with the older people. Yeah, it's yeah. the older people. <laughs> well, he's here now. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, a lot of family, too, on yeah. Facebook. Um, right. Yeah, I don't know. I like seeing myself, too, and a lot of my family posts me a lot. That's all I was going through. Huh? That's what me. bugs me is that my current friends, the ones I went to high school with, my age, are they're, um, God, I don't know how to phrase this. So uh, someone in California, let's just say Los Angeles, who's 51, is probably living their life more like a 31-year-old person. Mm-hmm. As opposed to someone who's 51, who's never left Hickory, who has a blue-collar job, is living more like a 65-year-old in a weird way. Like, they're not... I'm talking in terms of technology. Right. Okay. Social media. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Sure. I'm not saying this is good or bad either way. I'm just saying everyone my age who's in Los Angeles... Definitely is on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. They're, they're there. They're active. They're active. They're yeah. in it. They know about it. They're interested in it. Mm-hmm. 
guys my age, my own friends, I'll post something on Facebook and, and think that they saw it. And then, like, a week will go by. I'm like, how come you didn't come to the cornhole tournament? They don't know like, what's going on. I didn't even know you had it. I was like, I've been talking about for a week on my Facebook page. I don't do Facebook. You think a, a meteor? I'm like, well, you want me to actually go out of my way and send you a separate text? Do you think a meteor could land in Charlotte without them knowing? <laughs> Just Well, I would go. If, maybe uh, if it were in uh, pick a neighboring state. Because I think if <laughs> Charlotte, would you'd actually see that. Sure, sure. Yeah. Well, you get you get the point of the exercise, right. you know. Yeah. yeah. So so how how do you get a hold of those friends? Well, they're in a group text chain. Okay, they've so been you got doing that. forever. But the people that are like them, yeah, they're in the rest of the area around us, right? That don't do Facebook, whatever. I mean, how do we get? How do we even get word out to them about anything? I going really on? think you got to go even older school. Okay, where it's putting up a de- like a yard sale sign. Wow. So you think like yard signs. <laughs> Billboards, <laughs> yard signs. Yeah. Uh, door to door. I was thinking like messenger door pigeons. Door to mouth. John, messenger John's, pigeons. John's going to start canvassing yeah. the neighborhood going door to door to promote his show. I don't know how to reach these people because I do feel like if they had the information, yeah. uh-huh. then they might enjoy whatever it is I'm doing. Yeah, I can see that. It's just they don't know. Mm. But how do you make them know if they don't like social media? How do you do that? I think that that's a good question. I think it is. I don't know. I mean, no one gets Hickory Data Records going out of business. I, at nobody some gets point. the paper, huh? Yeah, nobody really gets the paper. Nobody gets the paper. Nobody listens to uh, standard radio stations, um, right? Nobody watches TV at the same time. Like it, it used to be, we all watched the news at yeah. six o'clock, and everybody uh-huh. saw the same news. Now that doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. So I don't know how you get reach these people. Well, what's okay? Let's do it this way. Yeah. Uh, in our age group. Me and Alan, what is the most successful event that happens in Hickory where everyone knows about it and everyone shows up all the time? Is I mean, it like a beer fest? Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest. Yeah. I mean, I guess Oktoberfest around here. Now, do people just, because it's been happening for years, they just know that that's going to happen? Somehow, I always find out about it like the day it's happening. Like I always never know it's happening until wow. it's actually that day. You know how I honestly find out Oktoberfest is going on? Is I leave my office building and I see they're setting up stuff right. in downtown Hickory for Oktoberfest. I'm like, oh, so maybe you that just must have be happening to this weekend. Create a spectacle yeah. in, in the downtown square area. Okay. And to me, the, and that's kind of what I mean by yard sign. You kind of go out and do yeah. something. You got to go hammer a nail on a, a, a telephone pole and, and let people know, hey, this is going to be here. Like the rodeo, I've never seen. I don't know if the rodeo has a Facebook page. <laughs> I don't know if they uh, – but I see their signs everywhere yeah, riding around town. You're right. You're right. That's true. So I think maybe when it's time for me to run for mayor once again yeah. – by the way, I did see Hank Guess out uh-huh. at the uh, movie night. The movie night. Yeah. Night, yeah. I made a point to tell him I bought a house. Yeah, in Hickory City Limits. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Perfect. But no, um, yeah, it's frustrating. It's frustrating for that. So what you do then, John, is before you have a show in a, in a town, a city, uh, you hire some cheap labor the week or two before the show yeah. to go put posters and hang them up on all the telephone poles, yep. put yard signs in people's yards yes, all over the place. Right. And just say, just spend a week putting stuff everywhere. Yeah. 
and then see what that does for you. Kind of like, remember uh, the old school preachers that would go around from town to town and throw up the big tent? Mm Mm-hmm. And people would show up because it's a tent. They're like, yeah. what's going on in the dang tent? <laughs> Why is there a tent popping up? Let's go yeah, see. Yeah, what's in the tent? Right. Yeah. Maybe that's what I got to do is start big tent comedy. Hmm. Like, I don't do comedy clubs. I don't do theaters. It's just pop-up comedy. Yeah, I just, I got to go out and buy a gigantic tent. That's going to be a most of the cost here. Yeah, yeah. Overhead. Uh, no, I like where your head is right now. Yeah. Um, Find a big open space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, John Heffern would love this, by the way. Mm-hmm. We got to find find an old company that did state fairs or circuses, circus eye, circus, and eye. see if there's any old tents we can rent. Rent see, a tent. Just comedy. go to a town unannounced, <laughs> right? Just right. In show the up. middle of the downtown square. Pop up your tent. Get the big lights, like Batman lights. Okay, all right, up in the sky, and then you got but your it's Joker because uh, it's comedy. You got your built-in uh, speaker set. Yeah, and you just pop on the mic and just start doing stand up. Yeah, that's. I think that's the solution. <laughs> I mean, I, okay, so that's one way of doing it. That's one way. Yeah. Um, or you, uh, let's say I got a, a gig. Uh, let's just use Gastonia. No, let's use. Uh, let's do another one coming up. Let's do Missouri. So I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna be in Springfield, Missouri, on the 28th and 29th of July. Okay. So starting next week, what I should do is get on the phone and call Springfield, Missouri City mm-hmm. and, and plan a parade. <laughs> like, I want to uh, have my own parade. I want to have a John Reap parade. There's going to be a mascot walking around. We're going to be throwing out candy. And the parade is only about letting people know that I'm going to be here in two weeks <laughs> or a week from now. Yeah. And then those people go out and put, put flyers up and, and posters and uh, yard signs. And yeah. then it'll be advertised because you'll get arrested, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I would somehow. <laughs> uh, I mean, how do, how, you've worked in this field a little bit, and government in some capacity. What, how hard is it to plan a parade? I don't think it's terribly hard. <laughs> That's I mean, a little scary, actually, yeah, as if it's not hard to play. I don't right. think that hard. I mean, New Orleans, there's one every five minutes. Right. They, they, do, right. they do. Yeah, I really, I went to New Orleans a couple months ago for a trip, and as soon as I walked off, got out of the car in downtown, there was a parade right in front of me. <laughs> Seriously, it just happened. If you just, if you happen to walk um, more than three minutes by yourself and your knees are going up a certain height, mm-hmm. People will fall in line behind you before you know it. Oh, yeah, you were walking that way. You were marching, and now we have to have a parade. You can't march, right? So, but, but it's not too terribly hard. To- I don't think so. Now, I, I'm sure it depends on the size of the city. A big city, mm-hmm. you, know, you go to Chicago, I'm sure they're not going to let but you it would cost money. close have to down pay. streets you know, to have a parade going on. But, yeah. I mean, if it was a town the size of Hickory, I bet you you could call somebody and be like, hey, look, I want to do a parade it's going to last this long. It's going to go up and down these streets. I'm trying to Help figure out, out how to get free publicity yeah. or publicity from the city itself. Now, if you pay the city to have a parade, it behooves them to tell the citizens of the city, oh, there's a parade. So maybe they put a mass email out mm. or maybe they have a deal with the local newspaper. It's like, oh, Hickory's doing this event. I don't. Uh, is that one way of? Is that something I that mean, happens? Or you 
do two rounds of yard signs and posters on telephone poles to promote the parade. Then the parade comes around and you're using it to promote the stand-up show. Right. This is a lot of work for one stand-up show, mm-hmm. but still, yeah. I mean, I, I, I get where you're going with it. Yeah. I'm bored. Time for a new subject. You heard about this Carowinds roller coaster? <laughs> yes, I have. Alan, do you want to provide the background for this? Uh, I can give some background. Uh, Carowinds is an amusement park located in Charlotte or outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, around the border of North and South Carolina. And uh, somebody, they have a ride called the Fury 3. Something. I thought it was Thunder Road. No, no this is Fury. on Fury. Oh, Three, 325. Fury 325. It's a huge roller coaster. One of the biggest. Tallest ones. And in, in definitely the tallest ones around here. Yeah. But I think one of the tallest in the southeast, oh, too. okay. Yeah. And somebody is on the ground watching this ride go. And they notice one of the giant big pillars <laughs> has a crack in it. That's horrible. And as the actual roller coaster people are going through it, and hitting that pillar, the pillar is actually shifting a little yeah. bit where that crack is. So luckily, nobody got hurt. They shut it down as soon as that person put up the video and made it go viral, and everybody saw this. But which, uh, which is funny that the person, like someone enjoying the park, had to point it out. Yeah, yeah. like no one. No and it's one, not. It's not like it's a, ma- a a tiny little crack. It's basically through the whole pole. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean, like. Yeah. That had to be there a minute. I mean, it was scary to watch the video of it because you see them, all the little uh, cars go by. And as soon as they hit that joint, the entire thing shifts like a a few inches because of that crack. It it moves, yeah. Yeah, so that's they said it was within probably days of a bad thing happening. So. Well, all you got to do is get somebody from Gastonia to get up there with a ladder and a caulking gun. They'll take care of it. Take it right, right. fix it right up. I could have yeah. sworn I saw an image, and this could have been like AI generated or or, or <laughs> just photoshopped or something of someone of just like duct tape yeah. on it. Like, <laughs> yeah, get the flex seal guy up yeah. there. Get, that get up there, Dave. <laughs> well, what's that guy's name that does the flex seal commercials? I mean, I feel like him on the ladder with some of that flex seal duct tape would do the do the trick, but. Oh yeah, yeah, that is scary. I I don't know why I thought it was Thunder Road. You know Thunder Road? <sighs> Not stop my. Does head. that one still exist? Uh yeah, yeah. Thunder Road's so, still there, I believe. Now Thunder Road, if, if I'm if I remember this correctly, was a big roller coaster. It didn't have any loops in it, but it would go way high and way down, really fast, and it was on the border of North and South Carolina. So mm-hmm. it's one roller coaster. You could say you can be in two states at the same time. Correct. Uh, and the my that brain, has, like the super sharp turns. Yeah, like, it's that, got super sharp. You feel like you're going to be thrown off. Yeah, I think I know. What you're talking yeah, about. and it's old, so it's been around forever. So it's kind of clunky. Yeah, it's not yeah. smooth. Yeah, you feel like you could break a, your neck on that thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering. In my brain, I thought it was that one because it's so old. It would make sense to me that that would happen. But the one you're saying it happened on is what's the roller coaster's the name? Fury three two five. No, what's that? What, that's what's that one about? Have you been on this ride? No, but you walk under it when you go into the park, the main entrance. It's um, the whole thing was that it goes. It's one of the tallest. Like it's it's in the top ten of uh-huh. like the country. It's uh it goes. This whole thing is it goes super super far up, and then um and then almost. Like almost ninety degree angles down. Oh wow! It's it's intense. Have you been? You never been on that one? I've never been. On, I am. I'm not a heights guy. <laughs> no. uh, heights bother you? They do. Yeah. What bothers me is going 
um, and around and around. Like mm-hmm. up and down, I'm fine with. Mm-hmm. Upside down, I'm fine yeah. with. Mm-hmm. It's going. What do you call? It? Just in a circle. Just in a circle. Just like even a tilt a whirl. So like the dizziness. Yes, oh, that part. Okay. I don't mind the heights so much. See, if I go in a loop, I get a bad headache. Uh, I can't do that either for some reason. Yeah. So so it was that. I wonder how old that roller coaster was. Not old, Alan. Like like two thousands. Yeah. Like the right. Fury. Or, yeah. 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 It came out after I was born. It's well then. It's super new. <laughs> yes. It's super young. Then. Yeah. Um. It's uh. Yeah. It's only been the last ten years. Oh yeah. yeah well, that's too years. young for it to have that big Absolutely. of a problem. I agree. Hmm. It's a great coaster. I love roller coasters. You know who they should uh, call the people who put in the arches here in Hickory. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Call them. They know what they're doing. <laughs> they're very good at this. Yes. So people listening to this podcast may not be up on the yeah. the Hickory lore, but just uh, <laughs> we did have a giant set of arches that were built, wooden arches, mm-hmm. uh, in our, near our downtown that uh, we were all very proud of Yeah, that lasted, what, a month? About a month. About a and month. Then and then gale force winds came in. Well, I mean... It was wind. It was wind. I don't know if it was gale force. Well, I know it wasn't hurricane force. <laughs> no. I'm trying to just go a step down from hurricane. Yeah, it, winds that were not as that were <laughs> winds that were not as strong as it needed to be to blow mm-hmm. this thing down. Somehow, still these things just collapsed. Yeah, uh, luckily, which no is one really was hurt, sad because they yeah. looked great. They did look good. It grew them. I didn't like them at first, and then I yeah. I got up close and looked at it. And I go, oh no, it looks better the closer you get. But it looked like it might have been the same technology on these pillars on this roller coaster. Right, yeah, same right, company. As what was happening on our, yeah. our arches, for sure. Um, John, uh, I know we want to incorporate AI into yes. the show because AI is kind of, you know, talking about is use in comedy. Um, I think we should try to see if uh, AI can write a joke about the, the roller coaster. Oh, I think it's a great idea. Okay. So What's, do you want me to type something in chat? Yeah, why GPT? don't you type in uh, here's a here's a prompt. Why don't you type a, in a prompt? Okay, write. So just type in this. Yeah. Write a joke about someone discovering a crack in a support pillar of a roller coaster while people are riding in it. Okay, cool. Let's see. Uh, let's see what AI has to say about oh, that. Oh, this is fast. Okay. Yep. Here you go. I am impressed by the speed. It's very fast. Yeah. Um, Faster, dare I say, than our algorithm machine that we use for a different show. But here we go. This is what ChatGPT wrote. Why did the thrill seeker become a detective? Because while riding a roller coaster, they discovered a crack in the support pillar and thought, I guess I'm not on a thrilling ride to become the world's first roller coaster inspector detective. Wow. I, my job is safe and secure. That is not funny. I don't even get why it would be funny. Yeah, considered let's, uh, funny. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm Am gonna. I, tell is there something I'm missing about no. that? Let's right, try well, another. One. Tried another one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here's another one they wrote. <clears throat> why did the person who discovered a crack in the support pillar of a roller coaster become a superhero? Because they realized that they had the power to stop people from going on a wild ride, one crack at a time. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think it understands the uh, idea, the concept of a punchline. See, a punchline, the reason why they call it a punchline mm-hmm. is because you don't see it coming. They should call it sucker punchline 
Because a good punchline is one that you don't see coming. Right. I'm giving you all the facts about a thing, the setup, bing, bang, boom, and then the punchline. If you can make it in three words, four words, five words, if you can get the the punchline to be small and it come out of nowhere, bam, that's a punchline. I don't think this understands the meaning of a punchline. It understands language. Yeah. That that's its forte. Yeah. I mean, you want me to try another one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you want to try it, I just I want to give it a, a better shot. I, right. I think there's something better here. Here's another one. <clears throat> Why did the roller coaster with a broken part go on strike? It just couldn't handle all the ups and downs anymore. It wanted some smooth and stable in employment. Now, the first half of that made sense. The it just couldn't handle the ups and downs anymore. Yeah. Now that's that's a child's joke. You, know, you could giggle at that. Yeah. That at least it made a little bit of sense. Right. Um I agree though. I'm not worried about <laughs> I'm worried about this. Not in terms of stand up yet. No, but, not stand up comedy, for sure. But it'll you know, it'll get better. What it needs to do is discover what what makes people laugh. Um, you know. Yeah, I'm, that's got to be the hardest thing for AI to figure out. Yeah, is how to make people laugh. Yeah. They always say, like in movies, like comedies are the hardest ones to pull off because mm-hmm. trying to get people to laugh is like and that, really hard. And what makes people laugh does change over time. Yeah, yeah, and it's usually like every I don't know. All right, give it one one more shot. Ten years. All right, one more <clears> shot, John. Why did the broken roller? Let me do it again. Why did the broken roller coaster start a band? Because it wanted to make some off-the-rails music and show everyone it could still rock, even with a few missing notes. Mm. Missing notes. I, I don't know if it's getting better. I don't, I don't know the, the note part doesn't make sense, but I do. Off-the-rails was interesting. That was pr- pretty good. I think we're missing. The it could have just ended with part. because it wanted to make some music that was off the rails. Yeah, and that would have been the end of it. That would have been a better joke. So it's. AI has got the same problem like a Saturday Night Live skit does. It, it doesn't know when to end. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Like it yeah, misses too, the perfect ending spot. It needs yeah. to learn this. Brevity is the soul of wit. Yeah. Yes. The briefer you can get to a laugh, the more witty and smart it seems. Yeah. Well, we um, tried. We tried. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else we could type in there that would help it. You know, what else could we prompt it with the, to make the joke better? Just type, um, this isn't funny. <laughs> type, that sucked. Oh, yeah, like, I didn't like that. That was not funny. Well, what if you wrote, like, that was not funny? Okay. How does it react? It's like, oh, sorry. I wonder if it'll try oh, to. Oh, we heard it's feelings. I think we've confused it. I apologize if the joke didn't meet your expectations. Oh, my god! Humor can be subjective, and it's challenging to consistently create jokes that appeal to everyone. No shit! Welcome to the real world. If you have any specific preferences or ideas, feel free to let me know. I'll do my best to come up with a joke that suits your taste. It sounds upset. It's like, sorry if I didn't meet your expectations. You were subjective. You didn't find it funny. Sorry. Other people find me funny. (laughs) That's what it sounds like it's hard to say. Um, I'm trying to think how we can prompt it, like a, a better way to give it a... Write a joke about a broken roller coaster. All right. So how about write a joke in the voice of comedian John Reed? Oh, here we go. About roller coasters. You want to do and, that? And, and, 
Uh, yeah, let's just see what that does. Okay. Oh, God. This is where it gets insulted. First word is y'all. Okay. Oh, my God. Look how long it is. This is a set. I said the brevity is the soul of wit, and it does not give me that. This is It a gives set. me eight paragraphs. All right, now we have to read it. By the way, is this how we should end this show? Yeah, I think we should. I think AI should be end the show for us. All right, everybody. Maybe this will be the way we do this show. It's the first episode, so we're uh, we're still figuring this stuff out with you. Thanks for giving us a chance. And um, if you have any ideas, feel free to hit me up. Where should they hit me up at? Uh, I think to go to your website, johnreap.com. Yeah. Go to johnreap.com. Send me an email through the contact page. Yeah. Or find them on threads. Or find me <laughs> on threads. He'll be very active. You know, just mention that you heard heard me on this show mm-hmm. and give me some ideas uh, that have to do with AI and all that Tech science, techs, movies. Well, yeah. Tell me what you liked, what you didn't like. Just like the AI said. Yeah, just like the AI. Back. Let yeah. John know how he's doing. So, um, but I think maybe what we will do is either start every episode with something written by chat GPT or AI or end every show. Mm-hmm. So this show, we started it and we're going to end it yeah. with AI. And uh, thanks for uh, listening. Uh, might as well subscribe and uh, share. Yeah, absolutely. Right. <clears throat> Here's how we're going to end it. This is a joke, a book <laughs> written by ChatGPT, and all you said was write a joke in the voice of comedian John Reap about roller coasters. Here we go. <clears throat> I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and sell it. Okay. As a good actor, you want to give your writers the benefit of the doubt. You want to sell it. I'm not gonna half-ass it. <clears throat> Here we go. Y'all ever been on roller? Hang on, let me do it again. Y'all ever been on those roller coasters? I don't trust them, man. They take you up high, twist you all around like a pretzel, and just when you think it's over, they drop you faster than my aunt chasing a Black Friday deal. Should I click the clap button on that? No. (laughs) I rode this one roller coaster, and it had so many loops, I felt like a confused shoelace. My face was stretched so tight, I thought I'd audition for a new superhero movie without even knowing it. But you know what's worse? When you're stuck in the front row and the wind is blowing so hard, you can't even open your eyes. People think I'm screaming in fear, but no, I'm just trying to keep my eyes from turning into human windshields. And don't even get me started on those crazy names they give roller coasters. They're like, welcome aboard the Vortex of Doom. I'm sorry, did you say doom? I came here for a thrill, not a preview of the afterlife. I got to admit, though, roller coasters do have a way of bringing people together. Nothing unites a group faster than a collective scream of terror. You don't know the person next to you, but you suddenly are holding hands like you're about to jump out of an airplane without a parachute. So next time you ride a roller coaster, just remember, it's all about the adrenaline rush. Embrace the fear. Hold on tight, and for the love of all things gravity, make sure your stomach is on board for the wildest ride of your life. All right, everybody. I'm John Reap, and you've been listening to AI Absolute Ignorance. You demand John Reap. You've been listening to The Mesh an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. 
All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.